Hello and welcome to another episode of Offbeat Grad. Today I have a repeat guest, my first repeat guest, because finding guests is hard and <laughs> and um, I just sort of thought it would be fun to talk to my friend Isabel again about her job application process. We're going to live vicariously through her at this point. Just see, like we're gonna just be there until she eventually gets a job and if she never gets a job then this series is just gonna go on forever so that is my new gimmick and I'm sticking to it so let's get into the podcast also I'm gonna say it again please rate review and subscribe that would be cool thanks introduce yourself again oh my gosh (laughs) hi my name is Rodriguez I'm a recent grad from Flagler College and I am out here applying for jobs figuring out my life and how's that going uh, pretty good. Like I mentioned earlier, um, I've honestly been applying for administrative assistant positions mostly, because yes. uh, I realized I have like the perfect resume for that. Um, and so I've gotten one callback on a job offer, Where? although I'm, um, it's, should I name it? Name it out here right now. So oh they'll gosh, know okay. and they'll be like, not hiring her. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't respond because I'm like, I'm not going to oh, take it. Name uh, it. It's called yeah, Barton Associates. It's in West Palm Beach. Oh my god, that's like, where I'm from. I know. Oh and I was god. like, but it's like four hours away and they want me to come in to do an interview and I'm like I would have oh. called them back and been like, I am I'm willing to relocate, <laughs> but like I can't just go there right now. Like can yeah. I maybe Skype interview you or call you like first? Mm-hmm. Like why would that's weird that they're like immediately drive here. Like what? Yeah, they're like uh, when they uh, called me, they left like a voicemail. They're like, yeah, we just want to, you know, contact you, uh, like, uh, so we can figure out when you want to come in. And I'm like, um, wait, did you see where I'm from? <laughs> no, clearly they didn't read it. Oh, I'm coughing so bad. I'm sorry, but yeah, obviously they just like read my resume, and obviously they were very desperate because I was like on LinkedIn, I was like doing those like one click applications. Yes. I was, like, running through them, and I did the one for Barton Associates literally that morning. What and kind they of place is this? Like um, from what I understand, it's basically, like, a middleman for, like, companies to find, like, doctors. Like, you know how, like, companies usually have, like, a designated doctor for you to, like, get sick day stuff? You know what I mean? You need a sick day. Yeah, I know, obviously. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Uh, I got a dusty house. Um, but, yeah, they're, like... So they help companies find like doctors for them to be like their designated doctor and stuff. And um, it's like kind of, I the like so a lot of the positions there are like sales for you to like find your customers. But I wanted an administrative assistant position. Ooh, they might be sneaking you into like some kind of cold calling situation. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm like mm, they do that sure. all the time. They'll like list it as something really vague, and then they'll like follow up, and you'll realize this is a cold calling thing. No, because like I don't, I, I'm really trying to avoid anything that says sales in it. Yeah, I don't that's a red flag. Anything. Yeah, so I'm like, that's why I do like administrative assistant, like editorial assistant, like publishing assistant, like anything that's where it's very clear, like the um, like my duties, and they're always all like, oh yeah, you gotta answer calls, you know, pick up uh, from the office spaces, and I'm like, yeah, I can do that for like 13 an hour, which is what I will settle for. 13 an hour. Um, do we want to talk about? <laughs> I was getting paid. Is that a bad? No, okay, that's I got a, a question. That's a is good that starting? Okay, I think good. that's fine. That's yeah. fine. What I got paid was not fine. Oh uh, my gosh. You were basically an administrative assistant for I like. I was everything. I answered the phone. Mm-hmm. I did it all. I also yeah, cleaned was... the kitchen. 
That made me sad. When you told me how much you got paid, I was very depressed for I'm you. I'm still depressed. But you know what? I get why you accepted it because you were making mad money on your freelancing. So it was all yeah, like, okay. And I, it was only part-time and it was so like convenient. Like the whole, and the, also the application process like got me so hyped about it. And plus they lied to me and they said this would lead to a full-time paying job. That I only realized later that they only have one salaried person on staff and everyone else is making nothing. And I was like, mm, this was a big really? lie. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, watch out for those kinds of positions. Yeah, there there's so who... many that are scammy. Like, so many. Mm-hmm. I even got yeah, I so like... many, like, job recruiting emails that were like, oh, we want you to come in. And I'd, like, look it up on Glassdoor and it would end up being, like, door-to-door sales or something. Like, completely different than the posting. Yeah, because I feel like they take advantage of, like, uh, college students who are, oh, like, you know, because we're desperate to find jobs when we get out because it's very scary not to have one. And especially because, like, some of these people, like, they, they need to find a job really quick because they have, you know, they have things they need to pay for so they can't just, you know, not have a job. Yeah, that's why I wish that I had just settled for, like, even working at, like, a, a retail store. I hate retail, but, like, mm-hmm. if I didn't have that much baggage. Yeah. But, like, doing something like that in the meantime while you, like, really take your time to look for a job is, like, the smarter alternative to, like, rushing into some position Mm -hmm. that ends up being, like, the worst and you sort of get stuck in it. Yeah, and I feel like retail is easier to get out of, too, because, you know, like, the turnover, like, retail, fast food, like, the turnover rate is, like, really, really quick, usually. I know, like, when I worked at, um, like, Arby's, I worked at fast food. I'm not sure if I can say the name Arby's, but when I worked in a fast food restaurant... Um, like that people were just like in and out all the time. So like when I left, I didn't feel that bad. Cause it's like, yeah, it's, you know, you could find someone to replace me. Well, I feel like with like, like job jobs, you can kind of feel guilty for leaving. I felt so guilty. Harder. Yeah. And they guilt you and they're like, oh, now we have to find someone else. We have <laughs> to spend all this time training. And I was like, mm, you didn't train <laughs> me, but okay. <laughs> well, you just threw me in there. So you could do that to the next person. <laughs> just do it again. I don't really understand. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of pressure like that and you feel trapped and then I don't know there's so many sketchy positions nowadays I feel like it's worse now than like it was for our parents even oh yeah like especially yours where it's like yours was wild because you're literally trying to like promote stem cell yeah questionable (laughs) questionable practices yeah of that organization they were just like all right questionable clientele I'm not sure what we were really doing there, but okay. You know Seemed what? like a front. Money, they made money. I didn't get any of it, but they were making <laughs> yeah. it. They didn't give you a cut, but yeah, they were making it. <laughs> yep. Um, cool. So you just got back from a trip abroad. I did. It was like two weeks. It was very intense because uh, I was only able to do it because my parents invited me, which I was very lucky and was like a first like class experience for me because as you know like the last flight we went on was like kind of budget uh kind of budget as the girl (laughs) next to me is like huffing soda and like guzzling like caffeine bubbles yeah like like five dollars for like each one there was no water on it it was just Mm -hmm. like bring your bring your own water yeah nothing was for free and i was making fun of my parents because they were obviously like more used to like delta experience which is like treating you right experience like they were giving me food and i was freaking out and like my parent like i would eat it so quick <laughs> my parents were like man you really like you know you really got that down and i would be like well yeah i'm afraid they're gonna take it back 
Oh my god. Like, yeah, I would like joke about Norwegian and be like, they'd be like, uh, who wants a soda? And we'd all be like, yeah, we want one. And they're like, fetch. <laughs> so we only got one. For all those and listening, uh, Isabel and I went on a very exciting ex- <laughs> spring break trip. We were supposed to go to Paris and then Norwegian Airlines, I'm going to drag them because they're garbage. They they uh, just like canceled the flight, like just straight up canceled it like the day of the flight mm-hmm. though. Like there was no like warning. To, yeah. It was like, you're leaving oh in a few hours, but actually you're not. And so mm-hmm. they so pushed it had, off to like the next day. It's it a like completely different airline. Yeah. It was like know, two was days like, later and they're like, this is fine. And I was like, no, but it's not. <laughs> so we like panicked and we booked some other random site or flight also through Norwegian to go to London yeah. instead. So we like had no accommodations or like anything. And it was pretty yeah. crazy. We stayed at this really weird hostel the first night where they were like so rowdy outside. We had to go through oh, the police God. to get in. Yeah, because we did not. We came in not knowing that um, Easter weekend was a four-day weekend for like British people. And weekend. they get very rowdy on four-day weekends apparently. On Easter. They're all hyped about Easter. Yes. They were like, we're not working for four days. So they were just like going at it. Yeah. So we had to go through the police to just like get to our room. And then yeah. we had like 10 people in our room. And they're like all these weird guys who like yeah. were very Because they say, like, oh yeah. when they say mixed storm, they really mean like a men's storm. <laughs> all men and the one woman who was like brave enough or too cheap to get the other room. And I, like, met someone who apparently also went to, like, a mixed storm sort of situation in a, host- in a hostel. And they said that, like, it was similar to that where it was all dudes as well. And they were, like, the only female. And I was like, okay, so obviously when they say mixed storms, they mean, like, mostly guys and maybe one other girl. Yeah, I've, I definitely have stayed at both mixed and just girls. And I would only do just girls. Not even that I, like, am afraid of the men, like talk they didn't even talk to us it was just like they're sort of rude like their stuff was everywhere this one guy brought like legitimate skis left it on the middle of the floor like at 2 a.m he comes in with his giant skis and it's just like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna barricade the room with these it was already the smallest room ever i also had a fever i had like the flu (gasps) oh yeah that's right it's like death is coming to me and it got like, and it was weird because it got really hot in that room. And the so thing is, hot. we were in London. It was and, like, freezing what? outside. Uh, and they had a window propped open too. Like we could hear everything that's happening outside, which didn't oh, bother me because Martin used to like that city. was so loud in that building though. Mm-hmm. There was like a rave downstairs. The neighbors oh, yeah. were like karaokeing. But yeah, that was a fun travel corner. So yeah, we hate Norwegian Airlines. Um, yeah, Welcome boycott to my Norwegian. podcast, Boycott Norwegian Airlines. And, uh, <laughs> hashtag boycott, tweet us. <laughs> hashtag boycott Norwegian. I will never fly them again. And oh, that yeah. was that. We had a nice trip, though, otherwise. And it was freezing, but otherwise, solid. Um, some good food. Some good sights. Oh, yeah, definitely. For a last-minute trip, I think we, like, did it. We did all job. the good stuff. Like, I wouldn't yeah, have done anything this, yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so you should travel if you can. <laughs> the moral yeah, of this definitely. story. You could travel cheap, too. We, well, I mean, in theory. Not if you fly Norwegian, though. Don't be fooled. Yeah. It sounds cheap, but it's not. And that's why I'm like, we have to go to Paris, because we at least have, like, an itinerary ready. Yeah, <laughs> like, that itinerary is ready to go. Yeah, and, like, my dad did the same thing, so we knew what we were doing. And, I like, I was able also to find, like, really good food because that's one thing I look forward to when I travel is just, like, eating some really good food. 
which I did luckily, although it like kind of sucked because we were traveling with another family who were like oh, not as adventurous. Them. Drag them. This is yeah, all coming make... from the girl who made me go to like, what is it, Burger Fi? We... Okay, yeah, I went to Shake Shack, but that was like once because I was craving like um, cheese fries, and I, we I were saw, out so I here like, oh, in downtown to... London, and she's like, "Oh, I gotta go to Shake Shack," and I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it was like that was like one day. But these people were like, anytime we went somewhere, like we could we could literally be like an Osteria Trotteria. And we, they'd be like, um, do you have French fries? And it's like, uh, they're literally hand making pasta, like right in front of your face. Does it look like they like make French fries back here as well? Like they <laughs> I love that. Which was like, it was kind of embarrassing because it's like, you know, obviously these people like, well, this is a McDonald's. Like if we showed up to McDonald's and they're like, do you have French fries? I'd be like, okay. But like when you're in like some little like shack and like the back of uh like Venice that makes like really good food, like obviously they don't have French fries. That would have been really embarrassing. I would have left them. I know, I was. And I was like, mm. and also, like, they, yeah, and it, like, was really frustrating because, like, anytime we went somewhere, they were like, try to find the Hard Rock Cafe over there. Oh, what? And, like, try to, yeah, they were like, because they wanted American food. They were like, I went all the way to Italy just to eat American food. That's and, um, cringy. Time for a super hard left. Let's get this back on sort of topic. Um, I love talking about travel and cringy travel experiences, but let's go back to your career experience. So let's talk more about how your resume has changed. Like since you first were applying to jobs, I know it's changed a little bit. Like talk about that. Yeah. So one thing I realized, um, like before I changed my resume because I was submitting things with uh, the original resume I had made. Um, I was submitting it to jobs and I realized very quickly um, just based on the language of uh, like what they were looking for, like my resume wasn't really matching up for it. So I felt like they weren't going to pick me because I feel like things like, you know, knowing how to coordinate or how to manage or how to like update personnel or something like that. Like I feel like if I add that kind of vocabulary to my um resume they would feel like okay she has similar experiences to what we're looking for and I guess it worked because uh my with my new resume I got a job offer so maybe you got a job or offer they're or you got a, a interview request we got an okay we got an interview request there's a different I got an interview request which <laughs> you was didn't get a job I didn't but let's say that I, I feel I'm very confident in myself. So I feel like I wouldn't have got a job <laughs> request if I had went to that interview. Um, <laughs> but I feel like they might've been desperate because literally I submitted my resume like that morning. And by 12 o'clock they had left a message on my phone, like requesting an interview. Mm. So I was all like, Ooh. so I'm guessing people don't go there for the, uh, the administrative assistant position. Yeah, interesting. That entire situation is confusing to me. Where in West Palm was it located? I need the is address. West... I don't it's know. huge. West Palm is really big. How big it is? Um, let's see. Let me. It's called Bart. I'm just gonna Google it. I don't know where that is. But I realize you're not the only person I know from West Palm. There's this other lady that's, like, friends with my mom who's also from West Palm Beach. And she was all like, if you want to go there, like, I know a lot of people. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. Get you a job. Um, I know. But do I want to move to West Palm? Is it nice? Parts of it are nice. Okay. I'm not sure. I kind of want to move up north, so I'm going to try to do that. 
Yeah, West Palm is not a good place for, like, millennials. There's, like, no millennial culture there. They're getting some, but it's pretty weak. If you're an old person, there is more to do. They are really trying to hide the location from you. Hey. Red flag. Red. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Can you... Mom, I'm doing, doing a, a filmed... Or this isn't filmed, but this is recording. Sam's going to have to edit this out. Thanks for embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, I see it. Wait, what? It's an employment agency? Okay, it's Village Boulevard, West Palm Beach, Florida. It's like between Palm Gardens, Palm Beach Gardens, and... Oh. Beach, or, I'm sorry, Palm Beach Gardens and Lake Worth. Like, it's between those two areas. Those are pretty Are you far familiar far, with that? But, yeah, I lived in Palm Beach Gardens, but it's like... <gasps> that oh could God. be anything. Yeah, I don't know the specifics, but yeah, also, so... Also, why is it an employment agency? I don't know why it said that, because from what I was looking at, it said it was very, came off very sales-like, that I was just looking for administrative, but yeah, so I got one interview request, which is more, that's like the only response I've gotten from anybody so far, um, and I do feel it's because like I changed up my uh, resume, and I also feel like it was because like my original resume, I wasn't articulating like the highlight, you know, um, of what I did and the positions I had in the past. Like I know when I was a customer service manager, like, um, yeah, I dealt a lot with the people, but also I had to like, you know, deal with like events that were happening. I was largely in charge of like scheduling events, you know, checking up, you know, contacting people, making sure that they are still coming at the same time. Or like even that day I'd be like, are you sure? Like checking up that they still had the same amount of people and making sure that we did have that space available when the time came and sort of like dealing with like getting, it was like large groups too, like hundred plus people. Like I've literally had like a tourist group with like 200 people. We have to like, which is an ordeal, getting them into the restaurant and sitting them down, which is actually a lot more um, than it sounds like because people like to go off and like start eating or something. And it's like, no, we need you to sit down so we can at least get your drink order and you know where you're sitting. Because typically when they just go straight for the like um, buffet, they just like end up seating somewhere else completely different from where the group is sitting because they're supposed to sit together. And it's like, mm, no, that's not how that works. But yeah, so I felt like, yeah, bringing more of that in that I had to like, you know, deal with the stressful situations where I had to like, you know, plan these events, make like execute them. Basically, I felt like highlighting that aspect of my like, like job um, would sort of helps with people who need that, especially as an administrative assistant, since you're dealing a lot with people's schedules and like, you know, connecting people and making sure that like, you know, whoever needs to talk, talks to each other. And um, I feel that's what got me my, you know, interview request. But I don't know. Maybe it's just luck. No, probably not. Probably what you said. I think it's good yeah. to talk about, like, stats and accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Like, actual numbers. Like, proving that you can do that. Because anyone can be like, I waited tables. But, like, who cares? You need to get more into it. Like, I waited 20 tables a night. And I dealt with these customer service issues. Like, stuff like that means more than just being mm-hmm. like, I know how to use the cash register. Like, who cares? Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. That, and also when you submit your application most places, it goes through, like, this um, scanning, like, 
artificial intelligence and it will literally yeah. just look for keywords so if you don't have those keywords you'll get thrown in the trash even if you were like a good fit so that's why you have to like uh-huh. really match up your resume with the job oh, yeah. posting because usually those keywords are what they're going to look for yeah and I did not know about that my family had to tell me they were like you know they look for keywords and I was like oh sure that's what also got me to revisit my resume so I was like maybe I'm not including the keywords yeah, that I that's need that's why to. I always I would up I have like a few versions of my resume but I would have like a set one like a default one and then I would add the keywords to it like spastically <gasps> Every uh-huh. single time, if you want to get really intense, because then you'll yeah. probably get picked up by the system. Yeah. How do you know what they're like, what words they're looking for? There are, um, if you Google it, like resume scanner, like checker uh-huh. or whatever, they have like some online tools you can use where you'll copy and paste the job posting and then you'll paste your resume in and it'll be like, here's ways you can improve or like, here's the keywords you need to include. Oh, that's so neat. Okay. Yeah, I need to use something tip. like that. <laughs> also, I dedicated a lot of time to this. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. I mean, you got a job. But also, uh, can we talk about um, cover letters? Because I feel oh like as, oh, those are the worst. I still don't get it. I don't know what to say. Like, I have one, but it's very bland and basic. And I'm pretty sure if anybody read it, they would not want to look at oh my, my resume. Three paragraphs. First, you find a name, any name. You try to find the actual supervisor to address it to them. Find them on LinkedIn. If you can't and it's a small company, you can address it to the owner if that's easier. But always try to find a name, at least someone in the department to address it to. Like, even if it's not that actual person's name, they'll be like, okay, well, like, they put an effort to, like, find someone who worked here. So that shows, like, you're really trying. Um, Mm -hmm. The first paragraph should be, like, introducing yourself and um, saying how you found the job. In your case, if you're applying to jobs somewhere else, that's where you need to mention, hi, I currently live outside of Jacksonville, Florida. I um, plan to relocate to whatever area. Just, like, say Ooh, you're going good. to relocate. If you put that in there, usually, like, far away jobs are more willing to, like, actually look at your resume. Because they'll be like, yeah. before that, they would be like, no, this girl's, like, so far away. No. Mm-hmm. But if you say, one thing I'm nervous about. Yeah, yeah it's about, hard like... to apply to jobs far away. But if mm-hmm. you, up front, you're like, hi, I'm actively looking to relocate to this area immediately. Okay. Or something like that. Then they'll be like, okay, well, she's, like, actually understands that this is a distant position. Yeah. Then next paragraph, you explain your experience. Once again, you have to do like actual, like concrete stuff for you. You could be like, um, I'm the lead editor at Capulet Magazine. Um, that means I manage the social media posts for three different social profiles, which have grown 200% in the past year. Um, that kind of stuff. Um, you could talk about your experience, like working at that restaurant. You're like, um, mm-hmm. I managed this many employees and I hosted several events, like that kind of stuff. Pretty brief, just use like your top stuff or the ones that are most relevant to what you're applying to. And then in the last mm-hmm. one, you do contact information and um, like how soon you can start. Be like, um, I think my skills um, managing two employees would make me a great fit for this administrative role. Um, I am available to start immediately. Please contact me at whatever. The end. Oh my gosh, I really need to change my. That was like really good. Dang, my yeah, cover letter is like, hi. I just graduated. Hi. Can I get a job? Please here? hire me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, I was like, um, I know how to answer a phone. I don't know. I'm like, it's just very like not good, and I'm embarrassed when they're like, "Can we get a cover letter?" Because I'm like, "You're you're always not gonna want to hire me." Always now. submit one, even if you don't have to, because it like comes across yeah. super good. 
Whenever yeah. I read applications, like at my other job, I read a lot of applications. So the ones with the cover letters, you could tell a lot about the candidate. Like if it was poorly written, which most of them are, honestly, mm-hmm. you're just like automatically turned off to them. But if you can write like a decent cover letter that shows you've actually looked at the job, like now you're mm-hmm. in the running. Oh, shoot. I really need to do that. All right. I need you to take a look at it. <laughs> yes, yeah, send it to me. I love cover letters. <laughs> Okay, thanks, because I'm, like, really embarrassed. Like, mine is very poor attempts, because I literally Googled, because, first of all, I did not know, like, where even to start. I remember I, I learned how to do one when I was taking an administrative course in high school, but that was, like, forever ago. The only thing I really yeah. knew how to do were memos. If you went to the Flagler College Career Center, they have, um they had, like, a big template you could use, which was actually pretty helpful. It was, like, this is what yeah. you put here, this is what you, it was the only thing they got right at that career center. Yeah. I hope you're listening, but <laughs> you need to fix your system, but you did get this right. Um <laughs> and that's what they sort of did they were like introduce yourself here like talk about what you did here like uh tell them thanks or whatever let them know that you're ready you know available to contact you know whenever i'm like all right thanks yeah but that's not as helpful if you can't like see one like in action like i like to see examples like show me how someone else did it don't just like give me like a some blank format like that means nothing to me but if you can show me how someone else did it now i'm like okay i get it oh okay all right, well, that's helpful to me, and I guess anybody who's listening. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that's one of the biggest – that's what makes me nervous about job searches. Like, it takes just so much like, time. Yeah, and I remember, like, someone gave me some really good advice. I'm not sure if I mentioned this on the last podcast, but I know I was tweeting. I was like, I've literally sent so many, like – resumes and stuff just to try to find a job and some girls was literally like oh well not some girl like she's one of my mutuals on twitter she was literally like honestly don't stop submitting and i was like i am not like that's my attitude like i am just submitting anywhere i'm like blind doing it like i don't care oh here's a weird sidebar um one of my friend's friends like was telling her how she applied to a lot of jobs and she was like how many and the girl was like i've applied to like 50 or it was like 30 and she was like oh really how soon and she was like in like six months what and i was like that's nothing um you should it's definitely be applying to way more than that um yes. i was applying Especially to at least like two or three a day mm-hmm. at minimum like if you have nothing else to do obviously you can do it i would just say like do it an hour or so every single day yeah of, like applications and i don't know that's it like it's yeah it's a numbers game like, literally, I think I mentioned this, but I would literally, like, sometimes when I'm on my phone, I just go through, like, I just type in, I go to my LinkedIn, I type in, like, whatever position I'm looking for, and I just try to find those one-click applications, and I just, like, do that. I do job alerts. I did them on Indeed and all, for, like, certain um, locations mm-hmm. and for, like, certain keywords. So, like, administrative assistant. Anytime a new one was posted, it would go to my email, which is good. Because sometimes you need to get in quick, like, be on the top of that yeah. mailbox and not, like, be buried under everyone else. Yeah, that's what I did too. I was like posted within like the last week at least, especially because yeah. like a lot of these when you're looking, a lot of the older ones, like a lot of the new ones get buried under the older ones. So like buried. they don't post it in order. Yeah, or they there'll just, be like, ads for things that were like from 30 days ago. And I'm like, I don't care about yes. this 30 days ago. There's been somewhere like I look at one and it looks interesting and I'm like, okay, I want to apply here. And then when I click on it, it's like, oh, yeah, no, we're not doing this anymore. Like it's it's been over or something like that. Like they're no longer looking for this like a uh, position or something. And I'm like, then why is this? Why am I still seeing this? That's the problem. Like you have to weed through so much garbage. 
No, yeah, that's like ugh, the worst. That's, that's also like really annoying because like sometimes like there's this one that I thought was like really interesting and I was like, wow, I think it'd be a good fit with that. But when I clicked on it, it was like, oh yeah, we're, they're no longer looking for applicants. And I was like, why am I seeing this then? <laughs> to waste your time. I know. I'm like, I'm not a fan of this tomfoolery. Okay, well, say where everyone can find you and give you a job. Hi, you can find me on LinkedIn. Isabel Rodriguez. <laughs> yes, add her on LinkedIn. <laughs> at me on LinkedIn. Thanks for listening to another episode of Offbeat Grad. I hope you enjoyed hearing about Isabel's trip abroad and how much I hate Norwegian Airlines and why you need a cover letter and all the other excellent advice that I continue to produce somehow. I'm being sarcastic. Anyway, rate, review, and subscribe. Check me out online at offbeatgrad.com or spanthability.com for more blog posts that I will eventually write. And you can send me an email at hello at offbeatgrad.com if you want to say hello or ask a question or send me a picture of your dog. Whatever. Cool. See you next week. <laughs>